Welcome to the official podcast of ToyPhotographers.com, where we talk to photographers from around the globe about turning action figures, Lego, miniatures, and more into fantastic works of art. Welcome to the Toy Photographers Podcast. For today's episode, I will be your host, Shelley Corbett, and I am joined by three friends, Alan Rappa, Joshua Kittleson, and Sabrina Perry. So thank you guys for joining me on today's podcast. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to see everybody. It is. It is fun, and I guess by the time this one goes up, it's going to be Happy New Year. Welcome to 2022. Awesome. Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> Happy New Year. Yeah. So I invited you guys to this this roundtable because I, I wanted to talk about constructive photography criticism, and I think that's an important part of the photographic process. Because uh, we all want to get better at our craft of toy photography, and one way, obviously, to get better at the at this craft is to practice. But without constructive feedback, it's hard to know what's working and what isn't. So, as I'm sure you're aware, constructive criticism is hard to find, especially on social media, which is most of where we play and where we post our work. So, where do you go when you're looking for positive, constructive feedback for your work? So, I'm hoping that through this conversation, we can shed a little bit of light on that topic and come up with some suggestions on how to improve our work in a positive manner. So, Josh and Alan and Sabrina, are you ready? Oh, absolutely. Ready to go. I'm excited to talk about this. Yeah. Um, This is really, really timely for me because, and this may sound sort of strange, but in the past, I never really sought out critiques or criticisms of my photos. And I'll explain. Um, It's not because I had an ego or I thought everything I was doing was great or anything like that. But um, uh, the more I thought about this, the more it kind of relate to like making music and playing in a band. This is the best like example uh, of why I I never really sought out uh, criticism in the past. Just hear me out on this. I'll try to make this short. But um, playing in a band, if you haven't done it, is is awesome. Right. It's usually a bunch of friend like minded individuals just creating music and together. But a lot of times I wasn't a very good bandmate. You know, I I would come to band practice with an idea in my head or a a song in my head and I didn't want any input. And this is terrible. Right. But I, I heard it in my head. I knew the melody. I knew what I wanted to get to or how I wanted the song to be. And I just had to figure it out on my own. And um uh, I'll try to cut this tangent short, but I think I had brought a lot of that into my creative process with regards to photography, where I could see an image in my head and I just, I wanted to get there on my own. And I was doing a disservice, completely undervaluing the, um, the impact that good creative and constructive feedback and criticism could have helped me along the way. But I was stubborn and set in my ways and I just, I wanted to figure out how to get the shot, how to get that image in my head into my camera and um, just uh, I like I wasn't interested in what people had to say at the time so awful um, I, I realize that now but uh, I won't go into what I've, I'll let other people chime in before I talk about what what kind of changed my my light on this but it was a good eye but eye opener for me and it just happened not, not too long ago so late cumber to constructive criticism how you all doing so what do you guys do, Sabrina and Josh? Because that's a really interesting 
comparison to music, which not only is a creative process, but you get the direct feedback from your your audience. So how can how do we relate that, and how does that relate for you guys, and how will you get criticism? Josh, do you wanna do you wanna go first? Sure, if you like. Uh, I've probably only started more actively seeking out uh, feedback more recently from and it and it started because uh, there was a um, a local business owner that I knew in the pre in the pre-pandemic time. Uh, he had a comic book shop and he did commissions and he did art classes and he had a huge toy collection in there. Um, and I started talking to him because I needed to borrow a figure and that was like, that was like my first conversation with this man is I want to borrow that toy for like a month. Wait, hang on. I got to make, make a mental note. Um, biz, new business opportunity, 2022 toy rentals. Go on. Sorry, Josh. I'll back that. And okay. so he said, sure, write down your information. He goes, which one do you want again? And he reluctantly said, okay, but I want to see what you do with it. And I said, uh, cool, of course. And then as we got to talking and when I finally brought it back, which ended up being like three months later, he was like, oh, this is great. And then he started looking at some of the, the shots I'd done. He was like, oh, this one's interesting. And I was like, oh, what do you mean by that? And he goes, well, here's what I would have done. You know, drop your angle down a little bit. So, you know, it brings it up into life. And it was it was a Jant Manuary photo. Um, and he was like, you could do this, you could do this, you could do this. You should really try doing this. And he like was on fire for me to take initiative and make it better. Um, was is he a he's a photographer or just a, a comic artist? Comic book artist. Yeah. Okay. He, okay. He Interesting. does he does artwork. He does one off commissions. He does art classes. Um, his unfortunately the pandemic shut down his his comic book store, but uh, yeah, he he was the first person to really start giving me very positive. One of the first people to give me very positive constructive feedback that wasn't just I don't know saying this sucks. this sucks i don't yeah, like it your shot sucks. you're a moron yeah there was none of that it was really wow this is first he, you know he reviewed and was like I, I really like you know the energy and the creativity and i see what you're doing here and oh this one makes me laugh and then it got to the point where he was like i want to put some of these up in my shop let's work out how much you want for them okay that's cool that's that's really cool none of them I'm- sold because he got shut down right as i got in prints <laughs> Yeah, he didn't get shut down because your art was up on the wall either, right? Well, uh, Just correlation does not equal causation. <laughs> but I'm thinking from someone with a someone who's creating a comic, thinking what must go into you're so focused on storytelling and and everything, all of your panels. I mean, he must he has to put a tremendous amount of thought. Was it a he? I'm sorry, I didn't catch it. Was yes, English. him. Okay, him. Sorry. Yeah. So. Um, just the amount of effort similar to taking a photo I would assume is just you know you're thinking through what is what is the story what do I want to convey with it that's such an amazing perspective um, from just a like a, a different medium it's really really cool that you were able to get that I think it's brilliant that you got that really constructive positive feedback from this gentleman because in my experience what we do as toy photographers comics and graphic art is probably the closest parallel yeah. in terms of storytelling. And to have a, a an experienced comic book artist critique your work, oh my God, sign me up! I'd yeah. be right there and the, in a minute. And the words you said, like when he was, you're describing the feeder again, where he's like, "I'll oh, lower this, do this." Like he 
that's a professional opinion right there. It wasn't just like, I don't know, can you make it like look cooler? Yeah. Right. You know, like, yeah, yeah, there was no make it more more awesome. I made it clear like at the set, like I don't do a lot of post production. I don't have the mm-hmm. I, it's one of those things where one day, you know, but like for right now, it's what I get is what I get. And I don't use like wire work typically once in a great while I try it and it's always mm-hmm. mixed results. Um, sure. So like I made that clear to him at the beginning and he was like, man, I don't care. Like, let me see what you do. Don't make excuses for what you're going to do. And I was like, I, well, I, I won't then. That's right. Yeah. That's the kind of person you want on your your side. Those are the, I think, a lot of times those are the people who would give you, like, the best criticism is someone who um, is there to back you up, to, like, help you creatively or, like, to help you, like, guide guide you and, like, get your whatever you want to be, like, more focused or something. Is it mentor? You stumbled yeah. into yeah. a mentor. Kind of. Yeah, exactly. Well, should we? Let, let's, let's, Josh, you should put us in touch with him. We all want it. <laughs> yeah, like. You want that experience too. Sure, you know, another business opportunity. Yeah. You can, you, you can, can mentor us and provide feedback. You can find him on so, Instagram. So, I think it's Nathan Hamill. What's his name? Hamill, like Mark Hamill. Nathan, like Nathan. <laughs> 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 well, we wish Mr. Hamill well, and we hope his comic book or wherever he ends up going next in his comic book store is successful once this pandemic gets under control. Sabrina, what's been your experience finding positive criticism or criticism, good or bad? I guess going back to what Alan was talking about with um, music, when he started talking about music, one of my, like, first memories of, like, a criticism where I just, like, didn't take it the right way, like, it just kind of crushed me, um, was... Let me, like, the short version of this is, like, I was in a private school and I wasn't in band. And then when I moved to, like, public school, I was, like, I really wanted to, like, learn how to play the clarinet. But I had, like, skipped two years to, like, um, and so everyone else had already been in band for, like, a few more years than I had. And I just kind of, like, jumped in in, like, um, the, like, in the seventh grade. And um, everyone, I always, like... This is a me thing, but I always think, like, oh, people are always better than me, which, like, and I think that, like, in the back of my mind, I was like, oh, I'm not, like, that good at playing this instrument, like, the clarinet or whatever. And, like, I had a teacher who was, like, basically said something along the lines of, like, you know, I'm not really good at it or, like, you know, I should probably find, uh, like, something else. But not, not that way. Like, I... She was actually giving me really good constructive criticism, but at the time I was like, didn't take it that way. If, and I don't really know how to describe it, like, because I can't really remember what she said because it was just like, <laughs> I wasn't hearing it. Seems that, yeah, all that stuck is that you're terrible at this. Yeah, you should find something. And else. then <laughs> later on, later on, like probably like when I was at the end of, um, at the end of my senior year which was like years later and then i was like i went and i played somewhere else not in my high school like not around other people but when i was like playing to like get into colleges and stuff not that i was going to be in music but i was just like maybe i'll just join a band and i played there i was actually like better than i thought i was but like i like in my mind that like the standard was like so high if 
if that makes sense. And so, like, at the time, probably if I had taken, like, the criticism a lot better, then I would have realized my potential earlier. And so, and then suffice to say that, like, with toy photography, I only, maybe, like, I wasn't really, it's like, when I was posting my photos originally, I wasn't really looking for any sort of, like, criticism or acknowledgement of, like, the photos. I was just kind of, like, posting them online. And then I did um, a 365, and, like, somewhere in the midst of that, I was, like, oh, I'm trying to better my photography. And so I, like, obsessively was, like, listening to the Toy Photographers, this podcast, basically, and, like, reading all the articles, and then just, like following all the different types of hashtags for like all the different challenges but not like not using the hashtag so i was like posting it but not using the hashtag so like people don't really aren't really looking at them i'm just like posting them without any like hey like you should look at this and then tell me something about it i just i don't know when like um i started to really take all the comments or all the likes kind of like seriously or really look into it that deeply yeah so i mean i guess that's where i'm at is like uh but when i started to when we did the virtual meetup in january and i started talking to the actual like everyone on the podcast or like all the other toy photographers they actually interact with each other online and message each other and give each other feedback i think that's that's kind of like when i was like i should these are the people that I want to uh, get criticism from or, like, talk to to give me feedback. So just to summarize a little bit, so we got Alan who is got some, didn't want criticism, stood in his own way. And then we have Josh who's had stumbled across criticism and uh, in the most unexpected place and found himself a mentor. And then we've got Sabrina who... Uh, heard the criticism but was it was it was hard it's hard to hear and I think that's also important yeah. to to acknowledge that when we hear it that sometimes we don't hear it because it can be painful does that seem all right but I have to say Shelly I'm a, I'm a changed man these days um, and it's well again I, I, I never in what way I never sought out the criticism, so it kind of fell off my radar that that was even something that you could really do. And then, you know, the more I got into toy photography and the, the more friends I started making in the space, and then I, you know, I started seeing others just asking like, hey guys, what do you think of this shot? And it was like a, you know, an eye opener for me. Just that like, hey, I, I have this photo, I'm looking for opinions from some, you know, some people that I trust. and. It, for some reason, I never even thought that was something you could really do. Um, and it just was so, I thought it was so cool to just be like, to the, listen to the feedback that we were said, oh yeah, have you tried this angle? Like it was, cause it was, I mean, here we are, this isn't a controlled group, right? This is a group of friends. So they might be brutally honest at times, but it's all, you know, there's support there. There's there's the, the push to want to make everybody better. And it was just so constructive and just such a great environment that I was like, wow, why, you know, I could do this. I could say, Hey, here's, you know, here's a shot I have guys. I'm, I'm not fully sold on this. What do you think? How can I improve? And, uh, it was just it really, really cool to have like a, a support 
group like that. And like you said, Sabrina, it's all just came out of like the, the toy photography, toy photographers realm, you know, just people that I met um, over the past year or so. And that's, so again, I'm a reformed person. Why I, I might've shunned it in the past because I, I saw that image in my head. Now I'm not, I'm not so stubborn about asking like, Hey, this is what I'm going for guys. It's, it's not working out. Like, you know, collaborate, help me out. I even did like um, maybe just a week or two ago, I was struggling with a photo. I jumped on Instagram Live and a friend joined me and we kind of talked through it. And I was able to say, yeah, this is what I'm going for. This is what I want to do, but it's just not working. And he just having him there and just being able to talk and, and kind of try out ideas. Um, it was a really, really, really positive for me and something I would definitely encourage everyone. Like find your 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 circle of trust, right? The people who you're... you're you're close with, you really admire their work and just, and see what they, they can offer. Cause even if it doesn't work out, or it doesn't pan out for that particular shot. It, it's a great conversation and a great thread to keep open, whether it's, you know, in your, your text chat or just a yeah. chat on Instagram, it's a, just a cause constant flow of like positive reinforcement and encouragement. That's a, that's a great uh, analogy and an example of how to find people. But I'm curious so, so for Alan, my question for you is, how do you find that circle of trust? And for Josh and Sabrina, who, who do you want to hear your, or receive constructive criticism so, from? I can go first. How do you find that circle of trust? Yeah, I wish there was a, you know, a, an easy button for that. That's a, that's a tough one. Um, you know, I'm sure everybody has it. I think you just need to recognize it. Who are who are you in most contact in your circles, you know, or who are you constantly chatting with on, you know, commenting on each other's photos? Whose opinions do you like to see? Whose photos do you like to see? Um, I'm, I'm sure it's, it's, it's all right in front of our faces. It's just putting your finger on it might take a little, um, a little struggle. And also, you know, not everybody is good at providing criticism. I know to possibly no fault of their own, uh, Josh had an excellent example of someone who really had like a professional opinion and had to know how to get really into specifics. Others, it's it's not easy to articulate sometimes, you know, how, hey, here's this shot. What can I, what do you think? Or how do I make it better? Um, you know, it's, it's not always an easy question to uh, to answer. So um, I, don't, I don't know how you, you find that circle, Shelly. I, I think we all have it. You know, it, it's it's kind of all around us. It's like the force. You can't put your finger on it, but it, it binds us together and it saturates us all. But it's, you know, it's just it's start with the people that, you, you know, you like or hell, don't even listen to that. I've got people, random people on Instagram, just send me a photo and be like, hey, what do you think of this? And again, that's difficult when you do that out of the blue because you don't. Yeah. You know, you always want to be encouraging and, and everything, but you don't know the level of tolerance this person has for, for feedback and you don't want to come off as offensive or a jerk. But, uh, you know, again, there's there's just, if you don't ask, you don't get. So I guess you got to just start asking and, and eventually it'll come together. I think if you, um, also, if you're, if you're looking, you just kind of look at people who you want to talk to maybe and then like message I like, you know, I like your photo. Start, like, putting yourself in the zeitgeist of their, like, feed. Mm -hmm. And then, like, start conversations. And then later, later on, because you've talked to this person or these this people enough times, then they'll be in your, like, little circle and you could just ask them. 
yeah. question. Like, what do you what do you think about this? Like, it doesn't. And even if you just randomly send one, like, hey, like I really like your work. You know, what do you think about this? Um, that's okay too. Yeah. Uh, My advice there would be try to try to be specific though. Like, hey, you know, what do you think about this? Might just elicit. Oh, it's really yeah. cool. You know, but just if you say something to the effect of like, hey, I have this shot. I'm, I'm not crazy about the lighting or what do you think? You know, like maybe try to to help steer the conversation might be useful. Yeah. 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 Because I think a lot of people are generally going to be like, hey, that's awesome. <laughs> Great right. shot. Yeah. That's the tricky part is being is is in order to put the social into social media, you kind of have to like comment with intention as well like that's what i found for some people is if i'm going to comment on a photo i've stopped trying to just be like nice you know <laughs> yeah. i want to be i want to say something specific if i can and i can't always yeah. because i i yeah. sometimes lack that articulation but Same. i want to comment specifically and say oh man this is so whimsical i love how everything's floating or you know whatever even if you're just restating the obvious giving somebody that kind of specific uh, comment on their on their on their on their picture is a great way to engage with them and you know I, this is like how you make friends on the internet i guess i don't oh, know by being social yeah being social but then also giving like very specific comments about like whatever particular photo you happen to be looking at like not just just not just hitting the like button basically mm-hmm. like yeah. actually give like true or real um, crit- like constructive, like commenting. Yeah, like this I, lighting is. I really like the angle here, or good tone, or you know, so- something like that draws your attention to what, yeah. like you, the work behind it, because then you know you've noticed the intention of that photographer. Yeah, I'm with you guys. I I've been trying to be avoid the great shot. You know, awesome. This is rules. But it's like, like you said, I, sometimes I run out of words. I only have so many words a day, you know, in my vocabulary. And then I'm like, but I try to, I, I again, it's that positive reinforcement. Like you said, Sabrina, hey, this is an awesome angle. Like, I really love this is a unique perspective. These colors are like just mind blowing, you know, th- things like that. So trying to let the the creator know this is what I, what I like about your photo and, and why. Or, or, I mean, even if you're giving like a, like uh trying to give more direction like oh hey like maybe if you move the toy a little bit to the left or to the right that would center it and then that would draw the attention more see like those are the kind of things where you are like you i don't know if you should say those kind of things but if that's if that's like your circle right like if you are you really trust that person then you can direct you like and they've asked you for something then maybe you could have direct message conversation like not on like their feed but like you could talk to them maybe about that but see like this what i just said right there is maybe one of those like that's when you have to really think are are they coming from a place of they care about you and your way of creating and like if you've asked for that you have to also be open Mm -hmm. right yeah okay so from what i just heard was that to, to create your circle of trust, one of the first things you need to do is look around and who you're interacting with and start from that. And if you want to branch out to that, then you would want to comment with intention on people's photos and give them very specific compliments and try to draw them into your circle 
You can't do that with everybody, Mm -hmm. especially if you're following 500 plus people. You really need to like focus on a handful of people that you want to pull into your group. And then once they're in your circle of trust, then you can move to the level of giving them the criticism that you want for your own. Yeah, I I think with that last point, Sabrina, too, I would just, I, I would... Yeah, be, be clear. Yeah, I would be I, yeah, just, I just going out and I, commenting. I just, like, got on scared about photos. saying that. Honestly, I got really scared about just saying that just then. Because I will like, tell you, I have not reacted well when people right. have said like need, just random unwanted things like, right. like "Hey, you should try have, moving this." Neither have I, but like that's that's why I was like leery of saying it. How I just said that, you know. Yeah. But um, I think that like, leads us into the cheap seats. Uh, Sure. I think you had on your notes, Shelly, the, the comments from the cheap seats. <laughs> well, yeah, because I, uh, so it's Brene Brown. She talks about criticism in a couple of her books. And it's like, what happens when you get comments or criticism from the cheap seats, which are just people who are just sniping for no other reason to bring you down? Oh. Have anybody experienced that? Oh, yes. Josh, talk more about this. Oh, my goodness. So I started to do a, a, a challenge. I took um, I took a Piccadilly's like 300 drawing prompts book that I found randomly. And I thought, I'm going to do this as a photo challenge for myself. Okay. And just as I feel like it, I'm going to work through these. And whatever comes, wh- whatever the first idea is that pops into my head, that's what I'm going to shoot. Um, and so I did. And so one of them was angel's wings or wings i can't remember what the exact prompt was right now and so i did a um marvel legends wasp this is before man Man and the wasp so it's the older one um and i angled the wings out and i got like the sunset behind her and i thought i'm happy with this i really like this and i put it up and these uh there was two gentlemen who um scooped it up and decided to talk about it on like Instagram live. And at first I thought, Oh, cool. They liked it. They're going to talk about it. And instead it was like, this is the worst. I can't believe there's no story here. Look at the lighting. It's not even like that good of a picture. I don't think it should have been posted even oh, wow. maybe the, and it, it was bad. Well, these people suck. I want to, you got to tell me who it, these people are. What, what, what is the point of doing something like that? I felt, demolished i at that time did not was not real bold about my photography to people it was something that i did and i didn't talk about it and i didn't show it to anybody and i didn't use a lot of hashtags because i don't know that i want anybody to see it (laughs) and it just oh man it was so gut-wrenching that sucks um and it was it and after i just i felt really proud of it too at the time i thought you know, for a random prompt for f- doing what I said I was going to do, this looks yeah, good. So let me ask you, how did that, so what did that, how did that impact you afterwards? Did you like... It colored other criticism that I received after that. Right. For a while. I submitted, I had submitted a, onto the podcast actually, I had submitted a photo of, that it was inspired from a, a Dr. Seuss book called The 500 Hats of Bartholomew Covens. Okay. And which is a fun, st- if you haven't read this story, you should go read it. Um, 
like it's about a it's about a young boy who goes to take off his hat in respect to the king and when he pulls off his hat there's another hat yeah. and so he takes that hat off and there's another hat and it continues on and you know chaos and whimsy ensues so i did a, a picture of that and um i thinking to myself uh being my own worst critic really thinking nobody this isn't going to get picked up i'm going to use the hashtag i'll put it on google plus Nobody's going to want to read the description I wrote because it's absurdly long. Uh, and then they did. James was like, I love this. This is so great. And Christina had very nice things to say about it. But because I was so soured from the last bit of criticism, I couldn't take anything that anybody said well about that picture. And so for the longest time, I like, after that, I was like, I'm not going to let anybody say anything about anything because. Uh, it just, what do they know, you know, was the attitude. And so I recently went back and listened to that episode and that part of it. And I was like, she had lovely things to say. These two, these two incidents happened within like a week of each other, I think. And I was like, oh man, one, one really harsh. I don't know how to describe those, those two gentlemen. Uh, but it just, it ruined my ability to take criticism for a while after that. And now I listen to it and I, have made plans to take that criticism and see if I can improve the photo, you know, five years later. I, I just want to really commend you, Josh, for surviving this experience because the first half was so painful, it could easily have yeah. created a permanent creative block because sometimes we hear things like that and it just, it stops us cold and we just literally never recover. That's very typical, but you have taken some time reflected and and i really commend you for going back and listening to that podcast again and hearing really hearing what she had to say because she did a very classic and beautiful criticism which was gave you the good and then she gave you a very specific way to improve the photo which christina as a teacher she's really good at that and that's what we want to see in criticism That's what I want to hear anyway. As I want to hear the bad, it's great, but I want to hear exactly what I it's can It's the do. criticism sandwich. Good job. Are you guys familiar with that? Yeah. Yep. Yes, two two positive, yep. one, and it's an area for improvement. It's exactly. not a criticism, yeah. it's an area of improvement. See, this is what I always worry about on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> What's, you worry about the criticism sandwich? I, I, yeah, I, <laughs> like, I work. And your sandwich, that sandwich needs to fit into your camera bag, but that's another conversation. I just got a new camera bag that I think would it would actually fit in the nice. camera bag. Yeah. Josh, that first half of that story really pissed me off, right? Yeah, that's very what intense. What is the point of, of just doing something, just a, a total, like you said, she- Shelley, a, a snipe shot from the cheap, cheap seats? I mean, it is always, always infinitely easier to criticize than create. Right? We just look at something someone's done and say, oh, this is awful, this is terrible, then to get out there and do something yourself. So I want to know who that was, Josh. Don't, don't, I don't want to say it on, on the podcast because <laughs> I don't want to give them any attention or credit, but I want to say very, very bad things offline about those people. I just think, I think, I think constructive criticism is super important and being able to say, to say what you like. And if you have something... To, that's like an area of improvement great i think it's important to know the person at yes least. agreed <laughs> it's i feel like it doesn't need to be said but here we are needing to say it yeah um and 
And if somebody says, because I've seen posts where people have been like, hey, I'm not happy with this photo. What do you guys think? And too often it's just, um, no, it's perfect. It's fine. Don't worry about it. You're great. You're great. You're great. You're great. I mean, if somebody says, hey, what do you, what, what can I do to improve this? And, and you have an idea, say it. Don't be afraid to say it in a nice way. Be like, well, try, yeah. you know, dropping your angle a little bit. Do you have a macro lens? Could you bring that in tighter? I mean, what were you going for? Just ask the questions like, what, what did you want to, like, achieve? And then maybe give them some pointers of what you yourself would do. And then maybe they can take that. Like, this is what I would do in this situation. You know, it's a really cool thing, too, is when you can not so much give the advice, but help someone get to see a certain point of view yourself. You know, one of the things, um, and I'm sure you all get this a lot of times, like like we just talked about, you know, social media, meeting someone, asking their opinion. Like, I'll get a lot of uh, DMs on Instagram, like, hey, what do you think of this shot? And my, I'll look at the shot, and my first question is always, what is the story you're telling here? You know? Yeah. And then, like... And then, okay, so you're telling this story. Okay, and so explain to me this and get them to talk about their, their process. And a lot of people will, they'll kind of find their way there just with a little guidance. You don't have to, you know, you can, I mean, this is just my personal style, but you can tell them directly, change the angle, change the lighting, you know, zoom in tighter. But a lot of times, you know, that could come in at, like, they'll find it themselves. You can yeah. say, oh, this is your subject. Okay. All right. Because there's a lot of head space, a lot of dead space above your subject and things like that. I, For me, I, I've always felt that's a great way to work with people when they're, especially if they're just starting out and they're these things, they're kind of not um, tuned into things like this right from the get-go. Alan, that's a great point about asking them questions about what they're going for, because I always a little wary when someone puts up a post and says, you know, what do you think of my photo? Or do they really want to know? Or exactly. are they just looking for some random yeah. phrase? Because I think it go either either way. But if you ask them, what what is it about this that you're not happy with? What were you going for? What is Where are you looking for improvement? Then you can give them and either the constructive feedback they're looking for or yeah. I mean, yeah. they say they each, will find each the case is unique. Everybody's certainly different. You know, but sometimes it's just... I mean, I've always, like, I, I see this all the time with good mentors and good teachers where they lead you, you know, they, they're not, they don't flat out just tell you like, hey, you know, t- tighten your shot and you're good. They say, okay, you know, how do we make your subject, you know, pop out of the frame? How do we really focus or draw a viewer's eye to the specific area? What do you think you can do? And then let them say, oh, yeah. maybe I could, I could change the angle or change my composition so on, so yeah, that's how Christina talks to me. She she is my my trusted circle of criticism, and whenever she says, like, "How can you consider?" I'm like, "Oh, oh, oh, I got Here's it. Okay, I need to change that." Consider. That's awesome. <laughs> um, but that's a good good point, uh, Shelley. A lot of times, people I think are just fishing purely for compliments. They just they just want, and how you how yeah. you figure that out is just, I mean. You know, I guess you just have to gauge the, their real interest in any kind of, um, you know, question and answers or the, how the conversation's going. And there's not, I guess there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes people just love that affirmation or whatever. I don't know. Absolutely, we all do. So this conversation, we're talking about uh, the criticism and what happens when you put your work out on social media, which is a, a free-for-all and you never know what you're going to get and the likes 
and you just you don't know if people are having a bad day or a good day or if they just are re reacting to uh, a particular figure that you might have in your photo so it's all kind of a crapshoot so whenever I ever I guess I I'm a, there's this great book I have, 101 Things I Never Learned in Art School. And as someone who went to art school at a young age, I'm like, and I read this book and I'm like, clearly I learned nothing in art school. But there's this one quote that, in that I always think about when I put stuff up and it doesn't go well on social media. It doesn't, it doesn't respond or people don't like it. It's... Um, this art critic, Robert Storr, was doing a lecture at Pratt Art, and he said, sincerity is a non-value in art. And to me, that really resonated. And what that means is, is what he's saying is that once the photo or whatever your art that you made leaves your hands and you post it, and for us, it would be on social media or displayed anywhere in your life, it has to stand on its own. You, can't, you are not there to defend it or explain it. People will not read your your um, your your um, whatever you have to say, whatever your caption is. They're, they may not read that. They might skip it over. So the photo literally has to stand on its own. And sometimes we forget that. So I'm just curious. When you hear what Mr. Store had to say, what do you think about that? How does it resonate with you? I feel like it's complicated, to be honest. I feel like I think I think especially in the toy photography world, I've heard conversations about people talking about the photo has to stand on its own. Don't try, you know, to, to have such deep referential material, you know, trying to avoid that. But at the same time, oh, there's, it's, it's kind of all, not, not all we do, but a lot of it is references to other things that you have to know for it to fully, uh, make a lot of sense. So it's kind of different, difficult. Like my Bartholomew Cubbins post, mm -hmm. it didn't fully make sense because if you hadn't read the book, it, 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 it fell flat. And I can see that now, but at the same time, anybody who's read the book knows right away. Aha. And I, I know what you're going for here. So it's kind of, it's kind of, a little of both in some ways and it kind of depends i think on who your audience is i remember that in the podcast with christina when we did it on humor that because our audience goes across so many different cultures and so many different fandoms that something as simple as a joke that might play well in the u.s she's going to look at it and go like she didn't understand herding cats to me and if anybody is in the u.s herding cats is like a given Everyone instantly knows what that means. But in Sweden, that was like, sure. that is not an idiom that is common there. So I think that the Bartholomew Cubbins is the same way. It's like, I really thought that your photo really matched the original Dr. Seuss imagery and the drawings from that era. I thought you did a really great job of, of matching that but and the color scheme. But for someone who's not familiar with that book, it would have been like, it would have been like a head scratcher, literally. Yeah. Well, there's but there's other forces at play here. It's it's I, I that those are very very valid points. But I had made a note, and this is um, when it comes to the likes and the all of that interactions. What I call passive aggressive feedback, and this is my big f you to Instagram, okay, and totally what has screwed up my own creativity and my own brain is Instagram's horrific passive aggressive feedback. Where, you know, you like you take a photo you're proud of, you put it out there, and it dies, 
right? Dies on the vine. No one comments. No one likes it. None of that. And then you start to feel like, did my photo stink? Like, am, am I, is this terrible? Like, what did I do? You start to doubt yourself. And uh, this is definitely a, on when you're primarily sharing your photos on social media. This is one of the worst kinds of feedback out there because it's it's algorithm driven. I don't think it's it's certainly not indicative of the quality of your shot or whether the joke resonated or anything. It's just whether, you know, the 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 algorithm was on your side that day and it's with the constantly moving goalpost of Instagram, you never know what's going to happen. Um this is something that irked me for a long time. Still does. I, I, I'd be lying if I said I was over it. But, uh, you know, uh, one six shooter, I, I keep his phrase in mind all the time when this happens to him, when he posts a photo and it doesn't take off. He doesn't internalize it and think, what what the hell's wrong with me? He thinks, what the hell's wrong with you? Like, <laughs> why are you not liking this photo? This is great. So I think he that's such an amazing, positive outlook on things. But... Uh, Again, totally passive ag- aggressive feedback that has, you know, it has detrimental um, uh, impact from to your creative process when you're you're used to seeing a certain level of activity or you have expect expectations of what a photo will do and it doesn't achieve that. Um, it certainly yeah. that's the worst type of criticism I like to see because damn it I. I've been fighting that one for years and it's a losing battle as I continue to circle the toilet on Instagram. It feels, it's a, it's a weird level of pressure too. If you have a photo that you post and it suddenly launches in likes. Yeah. Like I had one that like (laughs) my average, my highest was like 150 likes at the time. And then suddenly I posted one and it got like 1500 and I was floored and I thought, now that's it. I have to retire. I can't. (laughs) What else can I do? That's that's you made that's it. All You've I've done it. <laughs> um, I think. Yep. Yeah. I think so. There's there's two things there. Um. So I've recently been reading this book called uh, "The Meaning in the Making" by uh, Sean Tucker, and I picked it up like a little bit before Christmas, and I've been like reading it a few times, and like he has a whole chapter basically on critiquing. And, but not in the chapter on critiquing, but like in another chapter, he basically has, I'll quote this paragraph basically. So um, this is for everyone out there who is like using likes and Instagram as like your internal monitor on whether or not you're good as an artist because, or like if, if that's like your way of thinking like you're good, um, that's very, like you said, Alan, detrimental to your own sanity. So To quote Sean Tucker, for your own sake, for your own sanity, stop chasing online attention. Focus instead on being the best you possibly can at what you do. And remember that the Internet's collective opinion is not a reliable indicator on how you're doing. The Internet is a million miles wide, but often only an inch deep. So for Sean Tucker, uh, for him, social media will never be his yardstick. And I, that's really relatable. Yeah, I, I think that's super awesome. Um, I really like the, the inch thick, like so apropos. Yeah. Like, so perfectly sums it up. Deeply superficial. 
Yeah, exactly. Which is also, you know, okay, so I've been doing a lot of work around the artist way with Julia Cameron in my workshops, and, and that book was written like 30 years ago, right? And she has this great quote that says, fame is really a shortcut for self-approval. And when I read that, I'm like, holy shit, yeah. that's it. That is social media. Because we are literally looking for approval and fame or insta-famous or whatever that is. It's just, it's a shortcut for that. And we need to find other ways to find that approval for ourselves. Yeah, you really have to ask yourself, like, if you're posting, whatever photo you're posting is like, is it something that, if it pleases everyone, is that better for you? And is that going to make you more happy than you grow, like taking a photo that you really enjoy for yourself that you've created that uh, you believe in your is like what you wanted to do and that and give that more attention, like give that the base that your happiness and like that you've done it on yourself. I need a hundred comments telling me great shot. <laughs> That's it. I, I need that. Otherwise, I am, am I even alive? Like, what am I doing? If people are not just saying awesome, great shot, emoji, right? Like, then what the hell am I doing here? <laughs> But, um, yeah, I don't belong here. I'm a creep. <laughs> I'm a weirdo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Like, uh, I think, Shelly, you called me out on the, the one thing where I said this was absolutely my most abysmal year on Instagram as a photographer. Like, just the, the, the reduction in, um, what is it, just interactions, exposure, whatever they call it, is just like I, I don't exist completely completely wiped off the map but it was the the best year i've had with real meaningful stuff just exactly like what this conversation is about with you know conversations with other um i call them they're all friends now people i met on instagram other photographers where i value their opinion and we could talk shop you know whether it's just like you know talking nonsense about toys talking about uh techniques photos gear like that is where the the money is. That's the best value you can get out of that platform. You know, it, you can't measure it in likes or or followers or any crap like that. It's and so so yeah, terrible year as far as getting my photos seen, but an awesome year on getting them seen by the people that matter. Oh my gosh, I'm just going to step in here and just like slap you across. If I could my superpower was to jump through the internet, I'd be slapping you upside the head right now because honestly, I'm sitting here going, "What is he talking about?" because okay, human interaction absolutely fabulous, but your work this year has gotten so much better. I mean, yeah, but you didn't comment a hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> Should I put a heart emojis on every single one of your photos? Cause you do. Like, I need the likes. Oh. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I appreciate it. Thanks, thanks Shelly. And it's like, it's it's been tough because I think about, you know, you, you do that reflection. How has your photography changed over the year? Like, yeah. what are you doing now that you, you didn't do before? What are you not doing now that you used to be, do before? And um, I felt like I had much more disposable time in my previous life. And now I, I don't have that. So shots are, are they have to come together quicker. They cannot be nearly as elaborate as you know they, they used to be. And I wonder, I'm like, is that is that visible in the end result? Can you tell that these are, this is not a two, three hour setup. This is maybe a 25 minute shot once and then posted. Um, 
So, so I, I really appreciate that, Shelly. You are in my circle of trust, and obviously your opinion I, I value way more than any number of likes. But if you wouldn't mind just going into my feed and just tapping the heart button, like I, it would really do wonders for my ego. Well, your comment about one six-shooter was kind of made me go, oh, my God, I haven't seen one of his photos on my feed in months. because, And I love his stuff. I mean, it's just like, that's just yeah. the, that's the algorithm. And, and Such a bunch of bullshit. Like, I, I you know, like, I... I uh, we have to do a whole new episode on on my love hate with Instagram, but yeah, again, I don't think I I don't know when the last time I've seen I don't see your shots, and I have I have alerts set for you. You don't pop up in my feed. same. I have alerts for like yeah for <laughs> for a bunch of people. I don't always see them. Like I have alerts for you. I don't always yep. see them, and then I'm like, oh, I w- I totally missed that one. We and it was yep. like days ago. We could go around on that one for hours, and I'm sure everyone would appreciate it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I need something stiffer yeah, to drink if we're going to have that conversation, I, though. But it's, uh, I think we can all agree that criticism is painful. I mean, it really does hurt to present work to the public and have it ignored or, worse yet, publicly criticized. I mean, Josh has brought his great story and that experience, and I think we can all really relate to that. Um, no artist enjoys this. Um, especially when it happens when you make work that's close to your heart. But another thing that Julia Cameron ha- talks about is how can we take those losses? She calls them gains disguised as losses. So how can you, when you encounter this loss, i.e. criticism or a setback, how can you look at it and ask yourself, how can this loss serve me and where does it point my work? So when you hear that, does it sound familiar? Would you ever do that? I think so. I there's there's a couple there's a few things there. There's like the can I take something that's maybe negative and turn it into a positive, like a net gain, which is what she's saying is you need to look at every like dislike and see what is it that they're disliking, and then think about like where where do you where do you think it's coming from because like this is how you can take criticism right like we are time if it's from people you trust then you probably would um think about it more immediately as like something you should listen to if it's like from maybe people who are like maybe in the the peanut gallery or you know whatever the other term is that i cannot remember at the moment um like is it just something that's negative because they want to tear you down and it, are you going to just take that as, like, um, their opinion doesn't matter? But then you can't always be thinking, like, no one's opinion matters, right? So you have to think of, like, what were what the, what were they really saying? Like, is it, what do they dislike about whatever photo it is? And then just take, like, a small thing from, oh, maybe they just don't like Ant-Man. Okay, like, I, now I know, like, maybe less people don't like Ant-Man. Or, like, they're not into this type of tone or like color scheme and if that matters to you or like if you're trying to go into this other direction then kind of like look at it that way or just know like this isn't a popular opinion or something and then for things that are like if it's negative really kind of think of like what um what have they said what can i learn from it and take it from there into a positive you know like Practice your scales more, which is what I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
this is a really interesting one. Um, and definitely, yeah, practice your scales. I like that. But you have to keep in mind, you know, when we talk about where 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 me i'll talk about myself where i'm primarily sharing is is online social media you know on the internet and we all know the internet has persistent diarrhea of the mouth so you have to always keep that in mind and there's there's a couple of ways i've seen it go for the past in me when someone posts a negative critique a negative comment or just straight up garbage on my photos you could I mean, you could easily just delete it if it's just trash and it, it, it adds nothing to the value. It's not, um, you know, what I tell my son, is it thoughtful, helpful, inspiring, yeah. um, nice or kind, right? You know, that's what they teach children in school. Um, and the internet is none of those things. So, you know, you could you could go ahead, you can delete the comment. A lot of times, if you're just in a playful mood, go feed the trolls, have fun, you know, <laughs> know what you're getting into. Just like occupy their time, keep them from posting and spewing on other photos. But other times, there's been a few instances, a couple of photos um, elicited a very, very negative response. And these were photos that I posted that were slightly political. Mm. Um, and we all know how that conversation goes, but I took, um, I took a really different approach with them. And this might fall outside the realm of criticism because I don't know if they were really in the end, I don't think they were criticizing the photo. Obviously they were criticizing, you know, a, a, a political slight or whatever their interpretation of was it. But I found, um, kind of killing them with kindness was a really, really interesting avenue to explore and just having conversations with these people, you know, just DMing them back and forth and, and, and listening you know, yeah. like we've, we've kind of as a society lost the, the capability to listen and hear and, and converse with one another. But just, hey, OK, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, no, I totally get that. You know, but this is, you know, this is what I was going for in this shot. This is what I wanted to convey. This is what I was wanted to focus on. Like, obviously, I never want to take a photo that's going to insult or or hurt anyone's feelings or um or disparage anyone in any way, unless you're you're an effing Nazi, then you could just piss off because then I will disparage you all day long. But aside from that, if you're just a decent human being, obviously I'm I'm not looking to to do any of that. So I found there's there's seldom times where you can engage with people and really have a good discussion. I might be deviating a bit too far off of criticism, but um, but yeah, there's I mean, and that's been my experience: either feed the trolls, delete the trolls. Or if you think that there's there's a brain behind that comment and, you know, sometimes maybe it wasn't meant to sound the way that it came across, right? right? We're all we're all typing and there's there's it's almost robotic when you read it. Like you don't you you have to put the emotion behind it. You don't know if it's meant to be sarcastic, if it's meant to be nasty, passive aggressive or or whatever. Yeah, Um, we kind of fill in those blanks and maybe we're wrong. Um, on the interpretation side, or maybe we're right, <laughs> you know, it's so, um, yeah, but your, your time is finite. So I just like anything else, pick your battles, learn where to engage. Uh, especially it's just, you know, have fun. It's fun to, to play with the trolls sometimes, but you know, there's, there's, there's better people out there that are more worthy of your, your time and effort. I don't know guys, how do we follow up with that? I mean, that was like, well, I think, yeah, I think the other thing Just you can do is go to my Instagram page and follow and like, yeah, if, if you, if you do have At Alan that's Rappa, the only reason Alan came on the show. Just, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was promised a thousand new followers. Oh man. No, but I mean, like, I think also if, if you are feeling like you have setbacks, kind of see where the setbacks are and like what you can do to get out of it or, you know, like 
find people who can help you or give you that, like, you know, what do you think about this? Friends are always helpful. You know, get yourself a Sam to your Frodo. <laughs> you're, you're absolutely right. <laughs> Bottom line, we're, I mean, find yourself a Sam, fellowship. Sam had nothing negative to say about Frodo. What are you talking about? <laughs> Except for like the one moment. But like, get yourself a fellowship. I don't know. Yeah. Find yourself a Boromir <laughs> then to like disagree for a split second. <laughs> but also keep in mind, for the vast majority of this of us, um, we're we're, ten, we're not making money off of this. We're not uh, supporting our, our, you know, our, our families or ourselves with uh, income from toy photography. We're not certainly not saving lives, so you know, it's you shrug it off. As long you, you need to be having fun, and you can't let anybody rain on your parade. There. Yeah, just remember, but everyone's the, just a regular person, just like you, and they come from somewhere, and you come from somewhere, right? I rank my audience. Uh, I, I do. It's something I've started doing more recently where I, the, my first audience is actually always myself. Um, okay. So that's typically number one on my list. And then number two is like, well, if it's for a challenge, then the other participants in this challenge, that's my second audience. And if I can pick up a third audience, great. And if not, well. I like it. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a really cool way to look at things. Yeah. And so if you have somebody who's trolling you, just remember, they're way down on your list. That is a great way to to, uh, to think about this, is who is your audience? And your audience, I think, Josh, I absolutely 100% agree. Your number one audience is you. Yeah. What makes you happy? Why are you doing this? And are you satisfying those needs? And after that, you can choose who's on level two, three, or four, to whatever your levels are, and who, who is in your, your circle. Yeah. So that's great. This has been an absolutely fabulous conversation, guys. Far-ranging. I think we covered a lot of really interesting aspects of criticism and how it can benefit your photography, how it can take it to the next level, and how to handle it when you get it. So any final words? I just have one question. Uh, Josh, if I have my own audience, can I like my own photos? You can't. You can. Instagram will let you. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I don't. Do you, Alan? He does. <laughs> I, I never have. I have by ax. I have by accident, and a few times that I quickly un, undo it because I don't. I want have to, like, also done. I don't that. know. I don't, people think I'm just going. Do you comment on your own photo too, Alan? <laughs> awesome. Great shot, man. I, I really hope I should. you do. I'm gonna start doing that. If I am, I'm gonna do it. My next great job. We all should go and like that comment, own, and then it will rise up to the very top of his comments. Let's, let's like the comment, but not the photo. Yes. <laughs> oh, that is so harsh. <laughs> that really is. You're gonna give me all sorts of new complexes. I love it. But then it's gonna make for a great podcast in the future, Alan. I'm just setting us up for success later. No, I'd appreciate it. And you guys are my, my sounding board, my, my trusted advisors, as well as my free therapy for when it comes to my social media angst and everything. So, Shelly, thanks for, for inviting me on here. Josh and Sabrina, always a pleasure to hang out with you two and, and talk shop. So this is a great evening. Always a pleasure really to be on it. the podcast and uh, talk to cool folks who I don't mind getting constructive criticism from. <laughs> and... Um, and then also, I guess, for, like, all the people out there who are, like, you know, in the same boat where you're thinking, like, you know, the, taking criticism hard, just remember that, like, 
like uh, Josh said, you are your own audience, and if you're happy with your work, then that's all that matters. And if someone says something negative or whatever, there's something wrong with them. I'm not wrong with that. So. so, Sabrina, Josh, and Alan, thank you for joining me in this great conversation. I really appreciate it. Loved it. So, as we wrap up, any last thoughts, or do we got it all covered? Oh, I do have. I do have one thing to say. Like, um, when I guess, like, going back on like the uh, uh, when you were talking about your audience and for like who you're posting for, I like a lot of times. I would judge my, um, I guess this is on a tangent, so, like, if this isn't in the podcast, that's okay. (laughs) Like, if we edit this out. But I will just say that, like, when you are posting for an audience, especially if you're doing, like, one of, for the challenges or anything like that, like, I recently took a photo for nostalgia, and with nostalgia, it's always very difficult because that's, like, something personal to you, what, like, what you find nostalgic. And um, I think that's a really good example of something where like you can't find humor if they don't find the humor in it if it's the nostalgic for you or you're taking a photo that's like for you and it says everything that you want to say they don't have to understand it people don't have to other people don't have to understand it and like the most recent nostalgia photo that i took my reason for like knowing that it was like nostalgic is when my cousin saw it and they knew the memory and so so like that's the kind of thing where it's just like if those are the only people that get it that's okay and so if you're the only person that gets your own joke that's fine and if you're the only person that gets like your um brand of humor your brand of photography that's okay and be okay with that yeah that's awesome sabrina yeah just be careful when you laugh out loud at your your own jokes and stuff because then people <laughs> yeah and then if you find if you find people to help you spread your own brand of humor by telling you like giving you a little helpful tips that's even awesome. better you're here yeah you guys are great thank you so much for all of you <laughs> for coming on the podcast alan joshua sabrina you guys are amazing thanks for being part of the toy photographers team couldn't do it without you yeah. Well, I hope Thanks you guys enjoyed this Toy Photographer's Roundtable on the importance and perils of criticism. As other topics present themselves, we will bring you more of these roundtable discussions. Of course, if you have a topic you want us to tackle, feel free to leave a comment on the blog. And if you're looking for more inspiration for your own work, be sure and check out past episodes of the podcast for episodes on creativity interviews with interesting toy photographers and of course photo challenge wrap-ups where christina and i well sabrina and i are, will talk gently about sandwich. Your photos. sandwich <laughs> i've learned today see one do one teach one all right and as always thanks for listening and we will see you down the road have a good evening see ya. bye good night Thank you so much for listening. If you want more episodes or articles about toy photography, visit us at toyphotographers.com. The best way to connect with us on social media is on MeWe. Search for toyphotographers.com or find the link in the show notes. If MeWe's not your thing, visit us at Facebook, Toy Photographers, or on Twitter, at Toy Photoblog, or on Instagram, at underscore toy photographers underscore. Thanks again for listening. 